InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Wherever you are career-wise, you no doubt want solid and secure employment. But in today's turbulent economy, how do you find those great jobs? Well, our next guest has some answers. Let's welcome Dr. Lawrence Shatkin to InfoTrack. You've had decades of experience as a career expert, and your new book is titled 150 Best Jobs for a Secure Future. Before we look at some of those career paths you recommend, can you tell us some of the factors you consider when you define what a great job is? Security is a relative matter. Nobody has ironclad security. Everybody can get fired one way or another, or there can be something that drives somebody out of business if you're self-employed even. But some careers are more secure than others. There's less likelihood that they're going to be affected by downturns, so that ups and downs in the economy will be something you have to worry about. So what I did was, having identified a pool of occupations that are relatively more secure than others, I looked at these three criteria. Average amount of income, and this is a national-wide average, the percentage of job growth that's projected by the Department of Labor and the number of job openings because you can have a very small occupation that's growing rapidly but it still wouldn't offer much job opportunity. So I looked at occupations that had the best combination of those three things. Before we get into some of these career paths, are any of these ones that somebody in a different career could move into pretty readily or do many of them require educational degrees first? It's a mixture. And in some cases, you might only have to take a few classes or a few weeks of on-the-job training in order to make that move. Lawrence, if you could just get into some of these, obviously we don't have time for 150 best jobs, but what would be some of the top jobs that you recommend? One field that has a lot of security because it's growing so rapidly is computer systems design. And within that field, people who are software developers have a great combination of earnings and growth and openings. Now, granted, the computer field has some sensitivity to ups and downs. There's a certain amount of people who do low-level writing computer code. That kind of work can be offshored. Mm -hmm. But the people who are doing the collaborative work, like the people who are software developers or network architects or database administrators or network and computer systems administrators, that's more of collaborative kind of work, and so there's a lot more security there. It's not likely to be outsourced, and it's growing so rapidly. They projected over 50% growth for the software developers. You brought up an interesting point, which is offshoring, and obviously all of the uh, jobs you're recommending are in the United States primarily for American workers. Yeah, I made a point of removing from consideration occupations that could be easily outsourced. For example, a lot of manufacturing jobs have been lost to overseas. People who code medical stuff, that can be done overseas. Beyond the computer systems, within that industry, there are some other occupations that have a lot of promise, and accountants and auditors is one of those. That's across all of the industries that I look at. There's a lot of security in that career. Businesses are growing rapidly, and it has a need for the books to be kept. Some of the other industries that I cover in here, educational services is another one, mainly teaching. There are some other things that go on. I mean, there's things like, for example, librarians. Again, in this industry, there are accountants who work in schools and work in educational institutions. There are computer workers who work there. There are human resource managers. And this is one of the things you have to consider when you're looking at the issue of security. Let's look at the accountants, for example. If they were to work in the field of chemical manufacturing, that's very insecure. They're losing jobs in that. It's going overseas. 
you want to get out of that industry if you could and move into an industry like education. Another one that I cover here is government. Now, if I were to do this book over again, I probably would limit that to federal government. And in fact, I wrote a different book about best federal jobs because right now at the local level, because of the severity of this recession, careers that normally would be considered very secure, such as firefighter or even school teacher, are not as secure as they used to be from layoffs because of budget cuts. Another one of the industries that has a lot of security and maybe the most secure of them all is healthcare. And that's partly because it's growing so fast. I can't emphasize too much how fast that's growing. And the other reason is that there's just such a continuing need for it. Even when people are in a recession, they still get sick and they still need healthcare. And there's usually a way to pay for that. So we're not just talking about brain surgeons. It could be any level of healthcare. Exactly. Are there any jobs, Lawrence, that we can talk about that somebody could enter kind of cold? They wouldn't have to have a degree or a specialty, but could maybe transition from a career that's not doing so well. Look at dental assistants, for example, which require only moderate on-the-job training. We're talking about a few months, and they're averaging around $33,000 a year, and it's growing by 37%. And 22,000 openings each year. Medical secretaries is another one. And customer service representatives. And they work in several different fields. In addition to healthcare, they work in educational services. And they also work in repair and maintenance. So a customer service rep isn't someone who could be offshored through a toll-free number, for example? Well, yeah, there are a lot of them who are working offshore. Everybody picks up the phone sometimes and gets someone with a funny accent. And when you call the same number, you get somebody else with the same funny accent. And you begin to realize it's not that just there are two people who were recent immigrants who are working in that office. The whole office is offshore. However, there is a trend that's continuing now for companies to bring this service back to the United States. A lot of them are finding that customers want to talk to Americans because customers have problems with accents or with certain cultural sensitivities, and they'd rather deal with an American service rep. Overall, by the way, it's growing at 32% over the next 10 years that it is creating openings here in the United States, not just in offshore call centers. We're talking to Dr. Lawrence Shatkin, author of 150 Best Jobs for a Secure Future, and we're talking about careers that you might move into at the beginning of your career or perhaps mid-career transitions. Doctor, are there any specific careers that you think might be great for college grads who are just starting out? Nursing is one of them. The demand for nurses is really huge, and it's growing by about one-fifth, by 22%, and the salary is really good, average is $64,000. It's a great field. There are various kinds of therapists, radiation therapists and respiratory therapists, but if healthcare doesn't appeal to you, one thing you might consider is industrial engineering technicians. And this is an interesting one that you might not have thought about. Yeah. Industrial engineering it applies to all different industries, not just manufacturing. You take any kind of business, any commercial activity that's going on, and the industrial engineering technician is dealing with issues of efficiency, safety, and quality control, and that's what those people do. These, by the way, are occupations that you can probably get into with even less than a four-year degree. One of the ones you have that's interesting, obviously you have pharmacists, but you also have pharmacy technicians. This doesn't look like it requires a lot of training, but the growth, you're projecting like 30%. Oh, yes. That's got impressive growth. Financial examiners is another one, and that's related in some ways to what accountants do. They're looking at the financial statements of companies and making sure that everything is according to the rules. And then engineering. Now, engineering, there are a lot of ups and downs in that. The most notorious one might be aerospace engineering, where defense cuts will have a huge effect on the opportunities for them. Mm -hmm. But industrial engineers, I was talking earlier about the technicians, something you probably do with an associate degree. With a bachelor's degree, you could consider being an industrial engineer, again, dealing with those issues of efficiency, safety, and quality control. 
role. And there's such a premium being placed upon having the most efficient businesses possible now in, in a highly competitive economy that we have now that the outlook is very good for them. And that's growing by 38%. Lawrence, if you had a teenager who was coming out of high school, just getting ready for college, what would be the advice you would give them? I'd say go into a technical career. If the person's not all that worried about security, I'd say consider an engineering career. But if you're really worried about security, then I'd say consider something in the computer field. Something, again, that's collaborative, that's creative, where you work in teams. Systems analysts, for example, or again, software developers, network architects. These are careers that have terrific growth potential. 150 Best Jobs for a Secure Future. The author is Dr. Lawrence Shatkin. His website is Shatkin. S-H-A-T-K-I-N dot com. Dr. Shatkin, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Glad to be with you. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.